Have you checked out the new Brian Nichols Show collection over at Proud Libertarian? Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash shop and you can grab some amazing Liberty swag that will definitely help pique some interest from our good ideas don't require force snapbacks, Alexa overthrow the government t-shirts, question everything mugs, and of course our ever popular don't hurt people, don't take people stuff bumper sticker. The Brian Nichols Show shop over at Proud Libertarian has all the Liberty swag you need. And hey, if you're looking for more awesome Liberty apparel check out the rest of the amazing proud libertarian store while you're over there and be sure to use code tbns at checkout to get 10 off your entire order that's right 10 off your entire order from proud libertarian including everything over at the brian nichols show shop and all you have to use is code tbns at checkout one more time head to brian forward slash shop and check out the brand new brian nichols show store over at proud libertarian and use code tbns at checkout for 10 off your entire order. Victor Antonio, welcome to the program. Selling is all about, really, It's we're not selling a product, you're not selling a service, you're not selling value, you're not selling whatever you think you're selling, a solution. You're selling change. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. And this is why we talk about being the trusted advisor. You should be able to help use that expert guidance and all the opinions that I'm sure that you have and help lead them towards not just a decision, but the right decision. Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Wednesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, and today we have a returning guest. Mark Lobliner is returning to the program today to discuss a few things. Number one, we're going to dig into what you can do to make yourself better off in regards to fighting against COVID. And here's the reality. It starts with you being a healthier version of yourself, but also addressing a lot of COVID myths and misconceptions over the past few years. Here's the reality, folks, and we're going to discuss this on today's episode. If you are more healthy, you are at less risk for COVID. If you are obese, if you are overweight, if you have comorbidities, or if you are older, i.e. over the age of 65, then yes, you are going to be at much higher risk for COVID. So let's get you in a less high risk position. How do you do that? It might sound like common sense, and it is, but no worries. You'll find out on today's episode. So with that being said, onto the show, Mark Lobliner returning to the Brian Nichols Show. The camera's like, I need to be on that guy. That's a good looking man. <laughs> Mark, the this- camera literally had a mind of its own. It's like, I'm going to focus on that. That uh, It happens. It happens. Technology happens, my friend. Mark, thank you so much for joining us back on the, uh, the program. Uh, it's been a little bit since we last had you. I think it's actually about a year or so ago. Peak COVID, um, a lot's kind of changed in the world, I think, for the better. Uh, and I say that I, I'm not, you know, trying to, to actually pull people's leg here. Like, actually, I think things are kind of on the upswing because people are starting to wake up. Um, and I'm seeing this across the board. You know, people like you, uh, people across the board who have been trying to raise up the, the red flags from the beginning, how insane our reaction has been. And a lot of us are, are unfortunately now saying, 
told you so. Uh, but before we get to the, the we told you so's, uh, Mark, let's kind of uh, reintroduce yourself to the audience uh, for the folks who weren't here last year. Uh, who are you and what's been going on in the world of Mark Lobliner? Oh man, it's been it's been an it's been the greatest year of my life. To be honest with you, like I'm in Tennessee, we did COVID, we literally did 15 days. Then we're like, all right, y'all, like we have guns, like we're gonna just go do it. <laughs> so we, um, you know, honestly, things have been great. Um, I'm Mark Lobliner. I'm the chief marketing officer, of TigerFitness.com, CEO of Test Nutrition, partner in Ambrosia Collective, number one selling plant protein and vitamin shop. We have. Um, Pump Chasers, 015 Nutrition, a lot of other brands. I do online coaching. I also, in December, got my IFBB Pro card, so I'm officially Woo. a pro bodybuilder, which uh, I turned at the ripe age of 41, which I'm doing it backwards. This is when you're supposed to retire, but I'm literally just getting started. And uh, lately, I've become kind of a uh, – uh, because I, I literally quit doing I, – I stopped a deal that was going down with Kroger um, because they – That's right vaccines for their employees and i refuse to do business with people that are that ideologically um apart from freedom and everything else so you know it cost me seven plus figures and that's all good because when you when you die nobody's gonna remember that seven figure deal they're gonna remember what kind of person you are and if you stood if you stood for your morals and your ethics, if you stood your ground. So for my legacy and for everything involved, and I'm doing fine. I can live without Kroger. Kroger can live without me. And if other companies who side with us on the side of freedom don't have the balls to take the stand that I did, then uh, they can go down and infamy as the people on the wrong side of the battle. So I will go down with the side of history that stands for freedom and not medical apartheid and not all this bullshit tyranny going on. So for me, it was the only thing to do. So I've kind of been thrust as like, you know, the, the freedom guy on steroids. And I'm good with that. <laughs> That's right. I, I go back to the, like, uh, I think the very beginning of the pandemic, it was May or so there's um, the Canadian gym bro. And he goes through and lists off every single thing that was going to happen. And it did, actually has happened, which is kind of scary. Um, but yeah, but like th- Let's be real. And let's, this is where I want to kind of start the conversation, Mark, is like none of this is surprising. Um, we we all kind of – the folks out there who have been talking about this from the beginning, it, it's been so obvious. It was older people, obese people, overweight people, comorbidities, um, you know, pre-existing conditions, whatever it may be. Those were the people who were getting hit by COVID the hardest. No questions asked. And yet, as soon as we brought this up – you you were labeled you know a, a science denier. You want grandma to die. Yeah, yeah the, they all came out from the woodwork, right? I mean, like literally, you, you don't you don't all of a sudden have the entire science air quote the science uh, and the institution that is behind the science go after people as fervently as they did. If we didn't touch on a very touchy subject, and I think it was the fact that we kind of were addressing how to take care of COVID. And didn't require them. It didn't require the top-down central planning groupthink that has been this you know medical bureaucratic establishment that works in cahoots with the federal government. So, I mean, let's be real. We're, we were kind of presenting a real threat to their control and, and ultimately the narrative, right? That's been the, the, I think the scariest thing is how fervently they've stuck to the narrative. So how do we get to people, Mark, without, and I just did an episode on this a couple of days ago. Without saying to people, we told you so, how do we help people understand we told you so, but to avoid having this happen in the future? We can't. 
it's mass psychosis, whatever Malone called it on the Rogan podcast, you know, mass mind, whatever. I forgot the exact term, but it, it's tribalism. And when you're wrong, it really sucks to admit you're wrong. See, I'm one of those guys who's wrong so often. Like I, like I said the other day, like we were talking about, there was a hit piece done on me because I, I, I did a tweet this morning, man. I'm like, look, dude, my wife and I and our kids, we all have 15 plus inoculations. All of them, man. If it's out there, we have it. I have the hepatitis one because my roommate in college had hep. I have all the measles, mumps, everything you got in 1980, I had it. My wife was pregnant. I got the whatever that one with tetanus and all that in there. Like, I'm good. Like, vaccines are awesome. I ride, I'm riding high on the vaccines. What I don't want to put in my body is an experimental mRNA technology that doesn't prevent the getting or the transmitting of said virus that it's supposed to prevent you from getting and transmitting because none of it makes sense. And because my doctor said not to take it. So now I'm not allowed to go sit in a fucking Starbucks because because of what my doctor said not to take. Do I need a doctor's note? Like, how do we get around this? Like I was arguing with someone the other day on Facebook, which is the equivalent of um, a metaphor. I don't want to (laughs) say, but it's the equivalent of, um, you know, basically having a boxing match with a dude with no arms. Like you're going to win, but you're still a loser, you know? And I'm like, he's like, well, I I agree. We shouldn't like hold it against people who can't medically get it. I'm like, okay. So how do you think, do we get doctor's notes? Do we get passes? Like, cause anybody could get a doctor to sign off and say, Hey, um, like my kids, like, they didn't wear masks this whole thing because they had a, a health exemption and they actually did have a medical exemption, hemiplegic migraines, masks and hemiplegic migraines don't go together. It's genetic for, for us. I used to get migraines. I don't anymore. My daughter used to get them where she'd have Bell's palsy for two days. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, we're not wearing masks. And they're like, cool. So we had a doctor's note. I guarantee if we had one doctor say no, I could go to another doctor and say, yes, I get a doctor's note for anything from any doctor. There's some doctors going to write a pin. So at the end of the day, this should be, it should always be between you and your doctor. And the fact that the fucking thing doesn't even prevent you from getting in or transmitting it. None of this makes sense to me, bro. Can someone explain why me not getting something that doesn't prevent, like, well, it's going to protect you. Like I already had the fucking virus and literally I just thought I had a hard leg day and six hours later, I'm fine. Why would I prevent something that does nothing to me when the vaccine doesn't prevent me from spreading it just the same? It doesn't decrease your viral load. Nobody can explain that to me. That's like, well, you got to do it for the betterment of society. Like, how is it bettering society? Can somebody make it stop? Was that a rant? Am I okay? <laughs> no, no. This this is why we have you on the show, Mark, because you I, say the things that people want to hear. I'll um, drink too many freaking energy drinks, bro. This is like my fifth one today. Oh, Ghost is good too. Yeah, you know what? I figure, you know, if anybody can take the vaccine and not get sick, it's me. Like, it causes heart problems. Like, if this hasn't made my heart explode yet, man, I'm good. Like, I'm good. Give me all the myocarditis you got. I'll take it. Well, and and you know what? I like I I just got I'm getting over the uh, the tail end of of the Omicron variant. Um, it's it's been a cold. I mean, uh, it, like it's it's been uh flu really. It's, it's, a, it's a sucky cold slash light flu. Um, you know, I had yeah, I feel like a zombie, right? Like, I mean, I, I must have died and come back because honestly, that's that's what you would hear in the media, right? Like. It, 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 like a like a 1980s movie announcer you gotta say it like the guy who like you know does the voiceovers like omicron in a galaxy far far away there was omicron <laughs> just get james earl jones to do a, a quick cameo oh my it's like or barry white omicron like, it'd be so great <laughs> so 
I, I know where I was going with that. You, you, you caught me off guard with the Omicron. Uh, no, but no, you know what? No, it's the fear. It's the fear that had been propagated, right? And there's an entire subset of people. I mean, you were you were talking. You live out in the Midwest. I'll be very soon joining you. Um, South, sorry, yeah, you're, you're Tennessee. Uh, Nashville's kind of Midwest South. Okay, it's kind of like right on the cusp. Okay, I'm you know, I'm from upstate New York, so for like me, my I have family down yeah, in Tennessee and Kentucky. Yeah, I was like basically in Nazi Germany. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, trust uh, me. Upstate New York's red. Uh, Northern New York is. Okay, Northern yeah. New York is absolutely red. It's it's as it's as red as like you know red California. Oh, yeah, because... y'all rednecks up there. Yeah, like by Plattsburgh and shit. Absolutely. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. You get north of that that like line from Syracuse and Albany, everything Adirondacks north. It's wild territory up there. Bro, but I used to guest pose in Plattsburgh at a at a show up there. Oh no, kidding. And yo, all, every year I did it for five or seven years straight. And uh, somehow y'all have Southern accents up there. I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> it's it's um it's like a Midwest mixed with ca- Canadian. Honestly, it, it, you, you get the slight A. Um, uh, but anyways, going going back to uh, where I was going there, I, I think where I was going at least. Um, but there is a big subset of people who are kind of doing their own thing. They're not paying attention to the hysteria. Um, I mean, I just saw a report. It was the Q3 uh, 2021 ratings. Rogan just crushes, crushes any mainstream media entity. Any, I mean, you go even like the the Fox News, um, you know, Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram. I mean, just infinitesimally. I think you put all three of their audiences combined, and Rogan still has cumulative more uh, more people listening per episode. And it speaks to that there is an entire group of people who are kind of just not paying attention anymore. So how about this? Let's talk to those people because I think that's the market that we could be speaking to. What are some things we can do, Mark, to to help get people healthier? And let's start with the people who actually want to take the action. Well, I mean, the easy answer is to eat less shit and move more. You know, I mean, that's easiest. Go on a 30-minute walk a day. Put down the beer. Don't drink. I think alcohol is a big problem, you know, and I get get so much. You know, Twitter's the only social media that I don't get shit for alcohol. Like, alcohol I can put on Twitter, like, especially since Cernovic came out against it and everything. Like, I'll be like, dude, alcohol is, like, not good. Twitter's like, yeah, it's not. I I haven't had a drink since July. Um, And I got to tell you, it's the it's the best I felt. It ever it, it's horrible and for fat loss not only does it in like take away your inhibitions to eat bullshit food but it stops your fat gain while you're doing it and your fat burning it stops your fat burning and and all that for not only while you're doing it but for like nine hours afterwards it's horrible for you horrible for your metabolism horrible for your hormones and so if you put that on i put on instagram everybody's like yeah well you take steroids i'm like what the fuck does that do with alcohol so i mean instagram's garbage but well twitter's gar it's all garbage but at the end of the day we need to we find an activity you really like doing if you like crossfit do crossfit if you like ballet do ballet if you like bar which i know that my buddy andrew wilkow his wife loves it do that if you like rollerblading like i was up at tim pool's place man he was rollerblading for like an hour and a half just sweating like a motherfucker i was like this guy's awesome just do something for like an hour a day and then eat less stupid food. I'm not saying like don't ever eat cake. I'm saying don't eat cake five times a day and you'll be in a really good place. Really, really good place. And any people are like, I don't know how to eat. I'm like, ah, come on. You know, a sweet potato is better for you than a pop tart. You know, it's like just make those wide food, wise food choices and you'll be in a really good place. But to say that don't don't just jump off a hill and go on like a six week. Oh, my God, I'm going to drop everything in six weeks and fast like, dude. 
ease into it, make it a lifestyle. It takes three weeks to create a new habit. So create micro habits, you know, for the first three weeks, maybe it's, I'm going to walk for a half hour a day and then do that. Now that that's a habit do for three weeks, be like, Hey, I'm going to have a nice whole, you know, good breakfast. And like, maybe I'll improve lunch for the next three weeks. Takes three weeks to create a new habit, keep those habits and create new habits after that. It's so, it's so hard sometimes for people to like get that, that healthy habit established. I used to weigh ballpark 400 pounds. Like I was a big dude and yeah, well, I was bulky. I mean, I'm six five, right? So I, I carry it well. Um, yeah, I, I carry. I'm the opposite. I'm like five six. Jeez. So yeah, I mean, six five three. I was actually three eighty five. Is how much I, I peaked out at. And the to to actually get the that first domino to to get started was the hardest part. You know, what I actually did. I um I went out. So I like we were just saying I'm from upstate New York originally, and I, my family lineage of of farmers and we had our all of our uh farm that we had sold off the cows back in the the early mid 90s so we had this big empty barn that was there you know i think 200 or so feet long and what i would do is every night i would go out to the barn and because i was just i was so paranoid of going to a gym and having people see me because i was i I mean i was super self-conscious um, I would literally go to the barn out in the freezing, you know, negative 30 temperatures, literally how cold it was. And I would be in my big winter jacket and I would walk up and down this not heated barn to just try to do something. And I remember the first three weeks I did that. It was like, it was January. I guess it was 2009. Yeah. 2009. I hated every moment of that. I, I, I lamented going outside. I would try to think of anything I could do to avoid doing it. And then once I got past around that three week mark, it got, it got to the point. It wasn't so much that I had to make myself do it, but I, Mark, I actually got to the point I was looking forward to it and I didn't understand why I was like, I usually hate, or I'm supposed to hate doing this and now I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, same reason I take cold showers every morning, man. It's not because I'm horny. I probably am, but you know, I, I'll take cold showers every morning because it sucks. And I'll be real. Like I've been doing it for a long time. I couldn't do it pre-contest because I had no body fat and I would stay cold all day and my balls would stay shriveled all day. So like they would never get warmed up. So I had to stop for a little bit, just being real too, too much information, but that's what I do. It was really cold. But anyway, I started doing them again now that I put on a little bit of body fat and uh, tell you what, it's terrible. It never gets easy. Once that cold water hits you, especially when it's winter, you're like, and, and you always, every time you're like that, no matter what you're breathing, what whatever, that first hit. But then throughout the day, it releases something. And the reason you got used to it, Brian, is you get, you get something called dopamine. Same thing you get when you tweet and hate tweet. Like you tweet out at liberals and you're like, yeah, you get that dopamine hit. You know, and um, Cold showers give you a, a, a tremendous dopamine hit. If I'm not, and, and Dr. Huberman, he has a, a podcast called The Huberman's Lab. And, um, you know, he did, I think he said that the dopamine hit from a cold, sh- uh, from cold immersion is right up there with cocaine. I might be mistaken. And I'm too cheap to buy cocaine. So I'm going to go with say, Go that route. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It's just expensive, you know? Go that route. My God, save some money. Herian, so you're about legalizing everything. I say we legalize cocaine. Yeah, we'll legalize cocaine. Well, here, we already got cold showers legalized. At least start there, I guess. Um, cold showers are the gateway drug to cocaine. 
That's all it takes. Start with cold showers, end up with cocaine. It's yeah, it's a tale as old as time. Um, but I, you know, it's funny. I, I was just literally talking about cold showers. Um, with with my wife, I was just reading an article about the benefits, not only from the the metabolism standpoint, but also from the immune standpoint. I didn't realize that it, there was studies done showing that taking cold showers increases your white blood cell count. Um, maybe, maybe. I mean, those studies are on actually cold immersion, like people swimming across the Pacific to Alcatraz. Um, but, but there was one study done on females where they did show better work output and fat loss, if I'm not mistaken, but it was a kind of a, it was, it was one of those studies where it was like, they, they, it was a, they told you like, Hey, did you take your cold shower day? Yeah. So, I'm thinking that there might be a couple of women who goes, I can't take this shit, but I'm going to tell them I did. You know, and that's the problem with these studies. But there's good data, and it might might transfer. Okay. Um, where there's brown fat, which is actually located right, right here. And brown fat is metabolically active. So if you activate brown fat, in theory, you'll burn more fat. It's metabolically active. It activates your brown fat. Um, best Again, like worst case scenario, you're going to have really good quality skin and hair. You're going to, um, you're going to, do something that sucks, which will make you your mindset, you know, that you're going to do other things that circadian rhythm is another thing. I was just talking to my wife about this. What I'll do is I'll get up, go in the sauna for 20 minutes, cold shower, boom. And I've been literally throughout the day. My energy is perfect. As soon as it's bedtime, I'm done. I I'm done. I go to sleep. So circadian rhythm is key and cold showers actually help you with your circadian rhythm. So Oh, it's fantastic. So hot heat, heat therapy, cold immersion, those are all things that are absolutely astounding. I'm actually going to do a video today on it for my YouTube channel um, because people keep asking about it. And I'm, I'm really passionate about that kind of stuff. How can and the term biohacking, I, I use it in some of my marketing. It's kind of lame. Like, how do we maximize our experience as a human being? Yeah. How do we make sure we don't get drowsy at 2 p.m.? You know, and that's that's my focus right now. And and also, how do we not die from heart attacks? You know that if you donate blood, it decreases your chance of heart attack risk by 88 percent. All cause mortality. Yes, it's literally I have a study um, linked in my. So basically, it's a bullshit stat. I'm going to be real, but I can say it. But basically, here's the thing. People who donate blood are 88 percent less likely to die of a heart attack. In the studies they've done, I actually have it linked in one of my articles I did on donating blood. Okay. And then people are like that stats wrong. I'm like, okay, so let's cut it by half. Let's cut it by a third, 10% less. And you're saving three lives and you're also lowering your hematocrit. Donate blood, shut the fuck up. Then you look at like heat therapy. In the finished study done on sauna use, sauna users three to four times a week for 20 minutes, around 20 minutes, you're looking at a, a 40% decrease in old cause mortality. Wow. So there's so many ways. And, and also the heart benefits of sauna are right up there. We're doing moderate intensity cardio, moderate intensity is jogging at a brisk pace. I never jog. I can't jog. I'm too big to jog. So I'm like, this is great. There's so many ways we can prevent dying. We're still going to die. Like you're going to die. I'm going to die. But I want to prolong that shit as much as possible while living as best of a life as possible. Amen. So, so let's go. Let's bring it back to, I'm sorry for kind of talking too much. It's what I no, do. No, 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 no. I love this. I get, I get excited. Like my nipples are super hard. So check it out. So let's bring it back to fat people. What is the number one way to improve your quality of life? Unfat yourself. Yep. What is the number one way to prevent dying? Unfat yourself. Being fat, being obese is literally the number one comorbidity for everything from heart disease, type two diabetes, COVID. Shut the fuck up. Put down the fucking cookie. 
and fucking exercise. Because I want you to live a fucking... I want you to feel for one hour like I do for fucking 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I want you to feel that. Because I'll tell you what, I ain't bullshitting you, man. My life is fucking awesome. Like, everything works. You know, it's like, I want you to feel that. I get aches and pains. I'm 41 years old. But overall, man, I'm fucking killing life. I want everybody to feel like me. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, this isn't... I I hear this a lot with guys in the sales world. And they they will reach out to me like in in the greater telecom world that I'm in, and they'll be like, "Why do you share so many like secrets for free on your show of like how to do sales?" And I'm like, "Because it's not a secret. Like it, it it's 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 something that people can take and get better and like use that information and get better. Like what we're saying, this this is how you're going to get better because we see the value in our own lives. And like, why would like it's almost selfish to, to hold that back and not share that with people, especially when you know the impact. You, I mean, Mark, goodness, you you train people every single day. You see the direct impact of your saying, "Hey, you're fat. Let's fix that." And here's how we're going to do it. Install these these, you know, and and it really is common sense solutions in terms of how you're going to help regiment somebody's entire diet and and uh, exercise routines. And all of a sudden, you can see. Over a month, three months, six months, the results start to show up. And and like it's yeah, that that's how easy it is. Um, but it requires willpower. And I think that right there is what's fundamentally lacking in society is people have almost lost the desire to even consider willpower. Um, it's 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 almost like they want somebody to always be there to tell them what to do. It it's it's like like being a child, but forever. And that, I'm sorry. Like I, I turned 18 and that was that I, I was no longer a kid. I don't want to be an adult and having the government treat me like I'm a child, but let's be real, Mark. It's because the people around us and, and it's not everyone. They're the ones who are not only fostering it, but they're the ones who are actually demanding it. It's quite sad. Yeah. Um, what we need, honestly, I'm not, like physical independence leads to mental independence. The reason I never gave a shit about what's going on around me, and I never, you know, never really paid attention to the pandemic is I saw the numbers that were going around at first. I'm like 1%. And at first it was 3%. I'm like 3%. I'm good. You know, cause I knew that I did all I could to strengthen my immune system. I researched viral defense supplements and I'm like, you know what? I'll take my, and then it got down to 1%. And then whatever it is now 0.006%. And I'm like, I'm not letting this affect my life. I'm not letting this affect my kids' lives. And I'll be honest with you, bro. I'm not going to hide and give up two years of living my life. I'd rather die today than give up two years of my life. I'm not doing it because those could have been the best two years of my life. And honestly, 2020 and 2021 were the greatest years of my life. My daughter in 2020 as a freshman has a state champion ring for soccer. Okay, my kids have traveled around the country. We've had vacations. We haven't lived scared. And guess what? We all got COVID. But guess what? My family are healthy as fuck. Nobody got sick. My wife lost her taste for two hours. My wife, who incidentally is extremely fit, like she just we we just she trains with me. Like she's my training partner. She has some. She even had autoimmune issues from breast implants that we got taken out, documented all that. Um. Breast implant illness, look it up. Don't get don't get fake tits. Bad move. Anyway, 
dude, my wife is, and, and this is a very healthy woman. So I'm saying this with, she's the most unhealthy out of all of us, which is, you know, considering my kids are elite athletes, you know, I'm a freak. I take shit to the next level. Like I'm that guy who injects vitamins. Like I'm like glutathione, let's go. <laughs> and I hate, and believe it or not, the funny thing is like, as a guy who's a bodybuilder, who's admittedly taken steroids, I hate needles. Really? I hate, I hate being funny. sick. I hate, dude, I'm fucking scared of needles. Like every time I donated blood last week and I'm like, I'm like, she's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> she's like, you've obviously used needles. I'm like, ah, it's just like, I, that one's really big. You know, I don't like needles, but dude, like I've been in February, 2020. First thing I did is I, I researched day and night viral defense, viral defense. And that's why, you know, one of our, and this is, I didn't mean to talk about this, but Vita from Ambrosia is literally the culmination of all that studies, quercetin, vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc. And we put something called emulina in it. Emulina is one of the greatest uh, friggin' immune substances ever. It's called Ambrosia Vita. And, but it's, it's the result. And, but even be, don't buy it. Don't buy that. Get vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, and quercetin. And that's literally right up there with what is that guy's name? Zelenko, if I could just say that was his protocol. I was telling people to take that shit before he came out with his protocol because there's so much data on the flu. No, COVID is not the flu. COVID is much worse than the flu. I get it. Except if you're under 65 with no comorbidities and the flu's worse, but forget about statistics. Um, look, dude, I've been telling people to take that, making no claims because the, the fucking data is there, bro. It, it's been there. It's not new. You don't need data. You need data on viral replication. If you prevent the virus from, and I'm not a scientist, I'm an idiot. Like if I can, I'm not saying I'm smarter than doctors. I'm saying that if I can figure this out as a meathead, all of y'all could figure it out. If you open your mind and stop just taking everybody's word for it, question things. You have this thing called Google. If you don't trust Google, there's duck, duck, go. And all the information is fucking there. If you type in viral replication studies, there's millions of pages, millions of pages. So if an idiot like me can figure it out and now the government is saying exactly what we've been saying, India in their protocol, they put out this pack. They were sending people with vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and ivermectin, I believe was the, the pack they're doing. So, oh, but Biden met with them as we saw on the Rogan podcast and made a deal that they can't tell people exactly what's in it. Why are they, why would we not want to know what literally cured the disease in India? Well, why you can't they, talk about that. That's Why classified. Are we covering this up. It's like, let us know. Let us make a decision. It shouldn't be classified. They literally wiped it out. I know. It's insanity. They um, figured it out, man. They got the cheat code. That's like Contra. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, B, A, start. The fact that you know that, the fact that you know that is so impressive. Yeah, <laughs> that is, baby. That is one of... That is one of the all-time, like, legendary cheat codes, because that is the Konami code. And they, they put that into so many other different video games, too. I think if you did it in Grand Theft Auto, it spawned something. It did something wild. Um, but really quick, I, I know we're at hard press for time, but I, I'm, it's my show, so I'm going to push maybe 10 minutes. Um, because really quick, we're kind of touching on something, Mark, and, and this, is, this is, like, a, a tale as old as time. I remember, like, my mom was terrified. When I started taking supplements. Why? Because they weren't FDA approved. And I've seen this a lot where there's so much skepticism in the fitness industry. Snake oil salesman, right? It, oh, it's all just, you know, fillers. I get that a lot. I always say to my knowledge, and I can, I can guarantee there is no snake oil 
in the outright bars. Oh, there you go. Thank God. Because because it drives me crazy hearing the the fact that that's the argument, but it's there's a reason that people think that. Because you've seen there has been this push and it's predominantly and it's the same people who are are the, you know the the experts, trust the science crowd, right? That have gone after the fitness industry, gone after the supplement industry, and they they leverage a weapon like the FDA and oh <laughs> Who, who was one of the main bad guys at the beginning of 2020 when all the shit hit the fan? FDA. I, I'm, I'm starting to see a recurring theme here <laughs> where it, it seems like the same people who are caused the problems in, in one area often seem to be causing the problems in other areas as well. I like the FDA. I think they do their job really well. I've dealt with the FDA. I'm not going to trash the FDA. So okay. here's the misnomer. Um, one is that the um, supplements are not FDA approved. Yes, but they are. If you are dealing with a reputable company, and again, like we were talking about this yesterday, like, so FDA compliant, every supplement we make is made in a lab that literally quarterly, sometimes monthly, sometimes yearly, depends on how it comes up, is audited by the FDA. NSF certification is simply a certification where an NSF, an outside auditor comes in and says, yes, if the FDA audits you, then you will pass. That's what NSF is. But if you're in an FDA compliant facility, the FDA audits not only the efficacy of your testing, um, audits your testing processes, audits your, your logging processes, all of that stuff. So every one of our supplements is in fact, FDA compliant. FDA approved means the FDA is like, yeah, we're good with this. We would take it ourselves. The FDA is not going to go and be like, yeah, you know, um, we're going to take this brand of creatine. They don't have the manpower to do that, right? They, they just don't have the manpower to go to every supplement and say it's approved. So FDA, our supplement industry is as regulated as any industry. If you want to look at an industry that's unregulated, food industry, you have a, a company under a million dollars, you don't even need to have an auditor. You can literally make shit in your kitchen and send it out. Um, but FDA, in my opinion, the NSFs and the GMP compliance, I think they do a really good job. And you're not going to see me bashing the FDA. And in fact, if you see how the FDA has worked with this, um, the vaccines, they've actually done a pretty good job. Notice that the one thing that's actually has the FDA approval is not the one we're using. That is not the FDA who is shitting on all of us and putting non FDA approved vaccines on the market. That is a power high above the FDA. That is executive. So the FDA has actually done it. If the FDA was crooked, Pfizer, Moderna, J&J would all be FDA approved, not, e, not emergency use. FDA would approve it, but it's not. Look at it that way. So I think we're going after the wrong bad guys with the FDA. I think the bad guys are the Fauci's. The bad guys are the Bidens. The bad guys are the Whitmers. Bad guys are the power-hungry politicians who happen to have a lot of money in Pfizer stocks, and they're getting paid. It's nothing to do with health. They're not trying to end world population. Maybe someone else is. I don't know. Bro, they're trying to get paid. That's what it's all about. It's about getting paid. And the FDA ain't having none of it, or else it all, like, think about it. The FDA was crooked. Wouldn't this stuff all be approved by now? 
I've heard argument. Actually, I think this is on the Rogan pod, uh, podcast with McAuliffe, I think it was, where one of the um, beliefs, maybe it was the Malone one, was that they're waiting for the emergency use with kids first. I'm not sure because the FDA has pretty strict guidelines into approval, mm. right? And emergency use, I mean, is still not approved. And we're not really in an emergency now because Omicron isn't deadly. I don't believe we have one death yet from Omicron. There might be one or two, but like statistically measurable. If we had a, even if we had a thousand deaths, that's not really how many millions of people have already gotten it. Like it's not really measurable. You know, it's just like a thousand people in the grand scheme of the world is I hate, I know every life matters, but like if you're looking at numbers, like a thousand people is nothing. It's nothing compared to how many people have gotten it. So, you know, we have to look at it that way. At the end of the day, man, I'm not going to place my blame on the FDA. I'm placing my blame on media, on everybody who's getting paid for this. I honestly, you're not, again, man, I've, I've had many deals with FDA. I've testified on their behalf in court before, and I've also had them uh, not too happy with something I've done in the past, I'm sure. But overall, I think they do a pretty good job. And I know people are going to go, look, man. FDA is understaffed and they do their best. And at the end of the day, they're more worried about a salmonella outbreak at Chipotle than they are, um, you know, something, you know, like a supplement, you know what I mean? Like, so, and also for supplements, you have to have Deche compliance, which is dietary supplement um, enforcement act of 1990. So it has to actually fall under Deche, which is a whole list of, of different items. So people shit on the supplement industry just because the media lies. The media's like, it's unregulated. I'm like, no, it's really fucking regulated. Trust me, I spend a lot of money to comply. Um, it's just ignorance. And and to try and explain this to people like, oh, excuse me, you're a snake oil salesman. I'm like, okay, can you explain why? And they don't have any kind of, well, well, supplements are unregulated. I'm like, well, let me explain it. They're like, no, nah, liar, Jew. And I'm like, whoa, how'd the Jew thing come into play? Mark Loebliner, my friend. Unfortunately, we are hard-pressed for time, for real this time. Um, so how about this? I, I know it, it stinks, but how about this? No, that's not the case at all. It's a podcast. We're allowed to talk too much. So, But I want people to be able to continue this conversation, um, and especially for folks who want to either A, go ahead and follow your your IFBB uh, journey, which this is so exciting that you officially- Amazing. Hit the, yeah, I know. At the tender age of 41, you're absolutely killing it. But also, if they want to go ahead, continue uh, following all the, uh, the the shenanigans that are going to be happening over the next God knows how long here with the uh, the COVID endemic, pandemic. What are we at now? I think it's an endemic because it is ending. So uh, with that being said, Mark, where can uh, folks go ahead and find you to continue the conversation? Okay, so my OnlyFans page, just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just get at Mark Lobliner, M-A-R-C-L-O-B-L-I-N-E-R, just like you see on the screen on Twitter, Instagram. Now there's Gitter. Um, I can't keep up. Um, YouTube is uh, youtube.com slash tiger fitness. And uh, yeah, we're, we're doing our thing, man. We're having some fun and hopefully we'll, um, we'll be, there's a lot to talk about, man. I'll come on anytime. Fantastic. Well, Mark, thank you for, uh, for joining us. And folks, uh, of course, if you want to go ahead and continue the conversation, we will include all the other uh, notes here in the, the, the show notes, go to your podcast catcher, click the artwork. It'll bring you right to the, uh, the episode where you can find not only Mark's social media, but also the entire transcript of today's episode. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off for Mark Lobliner. Thanks for joining the program.
You've heard the name Ebels, but now you need to remember My Delta 8. From the same people who brought you Ebels, My Delta 8 is Delta 8 THC, offering a semi-sedative physical sensation without the overwhelming mental simulation of Delta 9 THC, resulting in a smoother, much milder experience. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 offer both best quality product and customer service in the industry. From helping manage chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and more, the reviews are in, folks. Both Ebels and My Delta eight are truly game changers as a natural alternative to big pharma drugs and hey yours truly here at the brian nichols show can vouch for the quality of evils and my delta eight having to deal with a herniated disc in my back plus years of sports injuries evils and my delta eight offer relief where generic medicines simply mask the pain and did you know you can get evils and my delta eight delivered right to your door at a special discounted price that's right all members of the brian nichols show audience can use promo code tbns at checkout and boom, discount applied. Again, that's code TBNS at checkout to get the highest quality CBD and Delta 8 THC on the market delivered right to your door. One more time, the code is TBNS at checkout. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up our conversation with Mark Lobliner. If you enjoyed the episode, well, please do me a favor. Go ahead and give it a share. And when you do, make sure you go ahead and tag yours truly at B Nichols Liberty. Also, if you have not had the chance yet, head over to BrianNicholsShow.com. Sign up for our morning sales huddle every morning, ballpark 6 a.m. Eastern. You'll be getting an email from yours truly in your inbox. Morning sales huddle, literally what I do with my team every single morning when we sit down and talk about what it means to be a true sales professional. Also, folks, if you got value from the episode and you enjoy what we're doing here at The Brian Nichols Show, please feel free to go ahead and give us a five-star rating and review at briannicholsshow.com. I would love to hear about what value you get from the program, as would others. And hey, if you want to go ahead and give me a specific shout-out in terms of what value you got from any episode, email me, brian, at briannicholsshow.com. But with that being said, that's all I have for you today, folks. It's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Mark Lobliner. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.